welcome back to the Dinner Table Podcast. This week, we are discussing weed and the conversation around it, if it's ethical, and everything else. Thanks for joining us at the Dinner Table. Before we begin, we would like to disclaim that these views do not reflect the state news and our opinions are subject to change at a later date. Thank you for joining. How are you doing today, Griffin? I'm good. I woke up around noon today, so that was an exciting little tryst start to the day. Same. I also woke up at the bright early noon. Yep. There's a little bit of snow on the ground. Yep. It's, uh, I'm really excited that we have a white Christmas. Yeah, I'm really happy that we're just throwing it back to December, like before all this was happening. It's like a little, like a little TBT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, way back Wednesday, if you will. Weed Wednesday. Yeah, what about Weed Wednesday? We are in literally April of 2020, a.k.a. Yes. as Omar once said it, the whole month is 420. Mm-hmm. The whole month is kind of 420. So it's only appropriate to discuss weed. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely appropriate. And I think it's timely as well. Yeah, it's very timely. I mean, it got legalized in Michigan this year, I believe, for recreational. Yes. The most recent election cycle, it was legalized, and that's being implemented now. Of course, Corona's kind of pivoting it for a minute, but it's still happening. Yeah, and um, I've been hearing like a lot of people I know really taking advantage of that, and they're enjoying that ability now, which is nice i think for people yeah. been seeing a lot of tweets being like quarantine mood just smoking one after the other <laughs> yeah you looked up some stats what are you seeing Let's i did look it. up some stats so first website is the national center for complementary and integrative health so this is the part of the u.s department of health and human services and we're just gonna take a peek at what they have to say about weed. So the website says that cannabis and cannabinoids are helpful in treating health conditions like pain, anxiety, epilepsy, glaucoma, HIV AIDS symptoms, IBS, multiple sclerosis, PTSD, sleep problems, you know, a couple of fun things there that THC and cannabis can help reduce. Mm-hmm. But they also have a section called, Are Cannabis and Cannabinoids Safe? So the use of cannabis has been used to an increased risk of motor vehicle crashes, which I would say is the same as being under any substance. Like even pills that you can get prescribed, they say don't operate motor vehicles on yeah. this because, you know, there's danger. So there's I don't think like... that's out of the ordinary or anything. Yeah. Sober driving is, there's nothing like it other than sober driving. Yeah, true. Uh, smoking cannabis during pregnancy has been linked to lower birth weight. Interesting. Yes. Uh, there's no footnote to that, so I can't really further look into that. But. Can, I, can I go as far to say skinny legend? <laughs> if you're having troubles with that, we just came out with a podcast about eating disorders. Yes, we did. Cannabis use is increased with an increased risk of injury among older adults. But it's an increased risk of injury, like not increased injury, increased <laughs> risk of I think, injury. Yeah, I just think that's because coordination can be altered. 
Ah, yes. The use of cannabis, especially frequent use, has been linked to a higher risk of developing schizophrenia or other psychoses which people or in people who are predisposed to these illnesses. Oh. So to that I just say don't do it if you if have a psychosis disorder, yeah. Some long-term users of high doses of cannabis have developed a condition involving recurrent severe vomiting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds awful. That is awful. That, that's the only one where I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, is it like during the high or is it just like permanent through life? <laughs> I think I think it just happens because it says it's recurrent. So I think it just happens. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's so scary. The last point it makes is that some cannabis cannabinoid products contain amounts of cannabinoids that differ substantially from what's on their stated labels, and they have been there have been reports of contamination of these products with microorganisms, pesticides, or other substances. Oh, pesticides. Pesticides, you know, just light up a couple of fertilizers, you know? Yeah, there's nothing. I I love to get a basil leaf and just cover it in <laughs> pesticide and blaze her. <laughs> um, just to take the edge off, you know? Just to take yeah, the edge off. Just to take it off. If you want to look more at the benefits, I am now on Health Europa, which it's the Medical Cannabis Network. So now we're about to learn some of the benefits to using cannabis. So apparently it improves your lung capacity. Oh, how? What? Is that there's a little blurb underneath it. Unlike smoking cigarettes, when smoking cannabis in the form of cannabis, your lungs aren't harmed. That I actually read that word for word from the website. I that wasn't like I messed that up. In fact, a study found that cannabis actually helps increase the capacity of the lungs rather than cause any harm to it. So, grammatically speaking, aside, I find this very interesting because a lot of studies are saying that smokers are the correlation between smoking and having a bad case of coronavirus are correlated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Griffin's about to read the study. Yes, because I think this is very interesting. I feel like they're pulling this out of their butt. Okay, they're sending us to a .com. <laughs> oh, they sent us to time.com. So the headline is, Study Smoking Marijuana Not Linked with Lung Damage. Huh. Marijuana does not impair lung function, at least not in the doses inhaled by the majority of, of users. I almost said losers. According to the largest and longest study ever to consider the issue, which was published today in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Oh, wow. So there is a little bit of science to back up the idea that smoking marijuana will not damage your lungs. See, I find that interesting because I know a lot of people will say to me, like, hey, like, I've been smoking, and I can tell, like, my lungs are messed up because of it. But yeah. but then I would be, like, in my head, I'd be, like, I don't think that's right, because I'm pretty sure, like, cannabis isn't supposed to do that to your lungs. Like, it should just be, like, nicotine and stuff. So I think college students are mixing the blame, because I know a lot of them are doing nicotine. Mm -hmm. So it is definitely just the nicotine now. 
Yeah, I feel like a lot of college students who smoke weed also vape. Yeah, because... Or smoke something else. Like, there's no way you just smoke weed. Yeah, unless, like, I do know somebody who only smokes weed and they don't ever have, like, lung problems. True, yeah, so it's like... So it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It's just, that is a lot to think about. It's like, how long can they swim for, you know? <laughs> Let's put them in water and see who can stay under the longest. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we will test the lung capacities here. It also uh, says that it can help you lose weight. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know the stereotypical trope of getting munchies. I feel, okay. I mean, I did. I guess, the, I guess getting munchies isn't. I mean, I watched a TikTok. I'm sorry, again, week <laughs> by week. I there's If there's one consistency... It's that I will reference a TikTok week by week. But I I watched a TikTok and this girl said what weed can do for you. And she said she lost 30 pounds in a month. Wow. Like just smoking weed. So I guess that makes some sense. And I think it might be like, it does make sense like if you've ever smoked weed and you've experienced like the munchies. Because it's just like you can eat for the rest of your life. But I think if you don't eat then. You could, you could get the munchies and just not eat. Yeah, then it, it yeah, says yeah. that cannabis is linked to aiding your body in regulating insulin which, while managing caloric intake efficiently. It also says it can regulate and prevent diabetes. Interesting. Because of the way that it regulates insulin. Yeah, it helps treat depression. It says that <laughs> this page might have a lot of audacity, but it does say it can fight cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. one of the biggest benefits of cannabis is it's linked to fighting cancer. Huh. Wow. There is a good amount of evidence that shows cannabinoids can help fight cancer or at least certain types of it. It didn't give us the link. It, there's no link there. There's not even, there's no fun. And I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I can also put those words next to each other, you know? Like, I can also. <laughs> so take that as you will, audience. Mend bones is another benefit of smoking marijuana. If you have a broken bone, <laughs> smoking marijuana can quicken the process, according to the Bone Research Laboratory in Tel Aviv. <laughs> wow, it can mend bones. Mend them. And it makes it tougher for the bone to break in the future. So if you're a routine bone breaker... Get that cannabis going, girl. Spark up right now. Spark up. It says that it can also slow development of Alzheimer's. Huh. Interesting. And this, this is interesting because Alzheimer's is like cognitive degeneration. Like you're all, you're not all there. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people say, oh, you lose intelligence or you lose knowledge if you smoke weed. Like that's one of the conceptions of weed is that you smoke it and like you lose brain function. Yeah. But according to this yeah i know what you mean like i don't think i think a lot of people do think that you it's like meth where you where you take it and then like it actually impacts your brain like the development of it but it doesn't actually mm-hmm. it's very temporary interesting oh i don't know who needs to hear this right now but it can treat inflammatory bowel diseases oh <laughs> Who's a little inflamed? (laughs) Who's inflamed? This is a safe space. It's okay. Cannabis helps block off bacteria and other compounds that cause inflammation in the intestines. Oh. 
Yeah. Mm, you, okay. Yeah, so it's like eat some cheese dip, smoke some weed, <laughs> and you're fine. Can lactose intolerance lead to IBS? I think yeah, I think they're like friends. Boom. So yeah, so just every time if you're lactose intolerant, just get high with your cheese. Okay, this one definitely is incorrect. But it maybe it's not, but it's it goes as far to say helps with alcoholism. Another one of the many health benefits of cannabis is that there's no doubt cannabis is more safer than alcohol. While it may not be 100% risk-free, it can be a smarter way to curb alcoholism by substituting it with cannabis. Wow, that's like, that's kind of saying it's a risky one addiction for another. Yeah, yeah, true. So how do you, let's talk about like just some ethics surrounding. Yes. How do you feel about jobs that judge their workers on smoking weed? Do you think, like, certain jobs should judge them, certain jobs shouldn't, or, like, it should just be black and white? Yeah, I feel like now that it's legal, there's no there's no legal reason why people can be not disqualified isn't the right word, but put at a disadvantage, disadvantaged because they smoke weed. What about, like, doctors? Like, surgeons? Like, I, I think... As long as you're not doing it before a surgery. Like, I like I can see for a doctor if you have to take a little drug test before you do a surgery to see, to make sure that you haven't, like, ingested marijuana, like, that morning. True. Or, like, the previous night or anything, but I feel like it's legal. True, yeah, I feel... Like, you don't get tested for alcohol in your system before surgery, so... True. True. You are on to something. Yeah, so I feel like it's just, like, testing for that sort of thing is kind of old way. And, like, as long as you put in rules and regulations that you can't, like, you can't show up to work high, you can't get high at work. Like, I feel like testing for that sort of thing is not ethical in this day and age. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that that should be, like, a requirement to hiring anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, alcohol is so, such a normalized thing, like, where people could, like, go home and just drink, like, a glass of wine and it's fine. Or they can go out to eat and get wine. But, like, if I were to go out to eat and smoke a bowl, <laughs> I think people would... <laughs> You would get a couple looks. I would get a few looks. And not for my couture bag. <laughs> no. Yeah, and, like, I think, like, same thing with, like, cigarettes. And I know that cigarettes don't give you the same high. But, like, I was just watching Beautiful Boy. And, like, he's, the guy's smoking a cigarette and driving. And I was like, you, like, if that was a blunt, totally different vibe. Totally different vibe, yeah. It's just, like, weird how, like, certain things have become normal when, like, cannabis is obviously, like, the healthiest of those two routes that are, like, normalized. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Like, what's the age where people should be able to start smoking? I think it should be the same as alcohol. Okay. But I don't know if it should be 21. Yeah, I'm fine with 18. Yeah, I think I'm fine with 18. Although I am, like, I do think that it should be 21 just because, like, brain development, but 
Yeah, like I'm fine with 18. Like I, I will not riot if it's 18, but I feel like it should be the same as alcohol. Yeah. How do you feel about like all the cannabis products? Like how there there's like cannabis tampons now and like cannabis lotion and like all this stuff. Is it a hoax? I think it's, I think it's fine because you know CBD and THC are two different compounds. THC is what gets you high. CBD is just benef- like mostly beneficial. That's why people are creating these CBD infused teas and lotions and chapsticks because they're beneficial. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought up the CBD conversation because I have a lot of information on CBD, actually. I oh, listened, really? Yeah, I listened to a podcast about a year ago about CBD, and, like, that's when it was, like, really coming out. And you, like, started seeing it in coffee shops and stuff, like, oh, get some CBD in this. And the thing is, what they're not telling you is, like, it's not regulated by the health department yet, so... They don't know what the strain is, and they don't know how much CBD is in it. And, like, a lot of the times, like, like it's not regulated, so they just, like, don't know. So some of it could just straight up be weed. Like, you could just have a coffee with, like, full normal weed and, like, be totally high off of that. And wow. some of it is, like, the normal CBD. And then some of it's not anything at all, and you're not going to ever tell. And also, like, if you were to ask them, like, what's this supposed to do for me? They can't tell you exactly what it's supposed to do for you because they don't know. Like, by law, wow. they can't. That's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting that it's kind of like a gamble. Like, is this coffee going to get me high? <laughs> yeah, I could see that being a fun game in our future. Like yeah. Like, our future being... Like, just the, the world. The world. Yeah. I do think, like, um... I think CBD and, like, the normalization of it is just kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it should definitely go through the FDA. Yeah, oh, definitely should go through <laughs> There should be some regulations in place for that. Yeah, I don't really want my, like, coffee that I just wanted to, like, have me be less anxious, make me just completely stoned for my meeting, you know? <laughs> yeah, because that would be, that would be bad if you showed up a little stony baloney. Yeah, to, yeah. Especially if they're like, you're like, what's this CBD thing supposed to do? And they're like, it's supposed to help you with anxiety. And it's not ever like, it shouldn't get you high. And so you're like, oh, I have this interview. Like, I want to be like relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just show up to the interview blasted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That could prove um, to be. be Yeah, that could be a little counterintuitive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What are your thoughts on, you know, medical marijuana? You go to a dispensary all that but people who grow their own weed can put or infuse whatever they see fit into their product so what how do you feel i'm going to refer to it as street weed because it's not yeah like a corporate thing and the lacing of street weed with other substances i mean obviously unethical Unless it's, like, promoted. Like, it's, like, hey, I'm, I made this fun strain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Freddie Mercury. Like, <laughs> Obs- obscure person to name your hypothetical strain after. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, then, like, I think that's fine, maybe. Like, if you explain note for note, like, what it is. Like, yeah. oh, it's, like, laced with meth. <laughs> like, and it's Freddie Mercury then 
then those who are buying it know. But like, if you weren't to tell someone, I think that's completely unethical. Yes, I would agree that it's unethical and wrong because you could be playing with someone's life if you don't inform them of what you put in your product. Exactly. Let's talk about just like weed culture. Okay, I will say that I find weed culture to be incredibly amusing. Amusing. Is that yeah, what you mean? So the whole idea, like the whole like stoner culture, stoner vibe is very aesthetic to me. <laughs> just like just like on the superficial superficial just looking at it. And how would you describe it? Well, I would say stoner style like people who are like kind of grungy like little alternative moment you know like I think like the oversized flannel like that is like the stoner culture that I am that I am not in love with but I like how it looks yeah and like the very zoomies very zoomies yes i like the zoomies stoner culture yeah i like i also like wearing vans in a plaid shirt so i agree with you there are definitely like two different kinds of stoners there's like the stoner like that dresses nice and like like you know they smoke weed but it's not out in your face but then there's like the people that buy like the weed socks yeah. And I've definitely like only smoked only smoked weed like twice. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, or people who have like only hit their friend's dab pen a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's talk about dab pens for a second. I'm sorry to steer the convo, but no, dab pens are kind of they used to be all the rage a little bit. There's a lot of different ways to smoke weed. So you've got like a dab, which is. It's a lot like the dab pen. It's got the stuff that's in the dab pen, the yellow stuff, but you're just like taking it. I don't know. Yeah. It's like not in the, it's not in an electronic pen. And then you've got the dab pen, which is like a fancy, it's almost like a vape, but for weed. Yeah. And then you've got a bong, which has the weed and then it has water that like heats up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got, then, yeah, pull that's the thing. thing. Yeah. And you pull the thing. It's like, it's like the weed 101, I would say. Then you've got yeah. the bowl, which is the weed, like, in a little glass thing that's kind of... Like, yeah, like a cute little pipe-type deal. Yeah, and then, what else? Is that it? There's uh, joints and oh, yeah. blunts. There's joints and blunts. And so, and, like, to divide those, the dab and the dab pen are, like, liquidy, waxy. Uh-huh. And then the bong and the blunt and the bowl... And the joint are all from the leaf. Like they're, mm-hmm. yeah, you like actually see it and it's much more smelly. And if you do it, like people are going to smell it. Mm-hmm. And then there's also edibles, which oh, yeah. while there's no outright sense, there's like can of butter and all that stuff that you use to make food. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I- there was a little thing with dab pens and people dying from using them. Oh, wow. A little, like, fall semester. Uh, there were all those relate- vaping deaths. What are your thoughts on the ethics of dab pens? Um, well, I do think or, dab yeah. pens are dangerous. 
Because I know the wax can be like, I know that they can be like pretty bad for your lungs. And also like, you don't really, a lot of people aren't, aren't buying them from dispensaries and stuff. And people can like put stuff in them. I feel like those yeah. are way easier to just screw up. Like be sketchy yeah. about. I would say those are a lot easier to screw up too. Because it's not like, it's not like you're, like you could easily just unscrew a cap and put a couple of drops of something that's not supposed to be in there in there. Yeah, exactly. And then it can blow up or it can be harmful, carcinogenic or anything like that. Completely. Yeah, I do think like dabs and dab pens are very sketchy. There is definitely a safer avenue for uh, consumption of marijuana than dab pens and dab rigs and all that. What are your thoughts on just ab- observing people on marijuana? Oh man! Do you have Do you have any thoughts? It is definitely. I think there's obviously like different different strains, and like the weed hits you different depending on like what you get. You know. True, because there's like indica, there's sativa, there's hybrids. Yeah, and sometimes it can be like very. Sometimes they get hit really heavy with just the hungry part. So like you, it's just like, and I call that like a frontal high. Like it's, it's not internalized. It's just very physical and very like, you need to eat a lot. And like, you can feel your body like kind of numb and stuff. But then there's like the internal high, which is like, you feel it in your brain. Like that's the fun one. And things are like silly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely have noticed that too, that sometimes people get lethargic Mm -hmm. or like very sloth like like they're very slow very just relaxed and in their element whatever their element is they're, but they're just they're just chill then other times it could be very it's not, creative it's not like they're drunk because they're not sloppy but yeah. they're they're more conversationable more sociable exactly yeah I um I read this okay I didn't read it I'm sorry it's on another TikTok I'm so sorry <laughs> um no but it was like it said I don't know how proven this is but it said that like for guys if they smoke the stem it makes them like really tired but if girls smoke the stem it makes them I don't I wish I like had a more scientific word for this but it makes them horny okay yeah and i feel like that that adds to this conversation yeah i think it does too that's very interesting yeah what do you like how do you notice people on the candy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i do think it's dependent on strains and stuff because presumably every strain is different from every other strain Exactly. So you're going to get a different reaction each time. Yeah. And, like, definitely it depends what they're smoking out of, too. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen someone with a bad high? Um, sometimes, yeah. I think people sometimes get really pissed off. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I've only ever been around one person who has had like a bad time and like like physically didn't feel great at all Mm, yeah this this person had consumed alcohol and marijuana on 
this night. They were very unwell, but they felt better. That's good. They How did you- feel better, but I I was a witness to them just being in complete bodily mental agony because they they didn't get high often. They didn't get drunk often either. So it was they were yeah. Have you ever experienced someone who has like blacked out on just weed? No. Me either, yeah. But I heard that it can happen. Really? Yeah. You can get to like this point where you just everything's black. Wow. Yeah. I do know of people who have had edibles and thrown up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is because they self-proclaimed had far too much. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like that's blackout. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty easy to blackout on edibles because they are very also, like all the others are unregulated, so you don't know how much is in each bite. Like, sometimes with those, you have to, like, pace yourself, or sometimes the whole one is fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then if the, if one time the whole one was fine, then the next time you have one, you're going to eat the whole one, and then you're going to realize that that one's stronger. Yeah, and then you're going to be... No bueno. You are going to be at a point no. of no return. No bueno, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to discuss... So, a lo- so people argue over whether or not weed is a gateway drug yes oh my gosh yes good i'm glad we're talking about this do you think weed is a gateway drug okay so for a long time i thought like gateway was a thing until last week i was listening to a podcast of like two therapists talking about movies and they were talking about beautiful boy which is if you guys haven't seen it it is a movie and steve Carell's in it and timothy chalamet's in it and it's about this real-life father and son uh, relationship, and the son goes through addictions, and he is a meth addict. And, like, you see the dad flashback, and one time they smoked weed together, and he's, like, wondering, like, is this my fault? Was that a gateway? Like, all of these things. But what you have to realize, and, like, what the psychologists were saying is that they, like, referenced Russell Brand, I believe. Oh, okay. But he R- said, Russell like... Russell Brand? I haven't heard that name in years. I know, it's crazy. But he said, like, there isn't a gateway drug. Addiction is powered by trauma. So it's not really whether or not like someone smoked weed or they had alcohol and then that led to the meth. It's really just like they had an addictive personality because of the trauma. And so it's always just going to be there. Like they were going to find the meth either way. It wasn't really just like the meth is the end point, but it's not really like they smoked weed and then it wasn't enough and like blah 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 blah. It's just always gonna be like it's just how it is. But I I do think that no one would try meth before smoking weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't so think I, it's like they're like, Oh, I'm gonna do I feel like you have to have an interaction with weed and then based on that you go into other drugs because you think that it's going to be the same as weed or you want it to be better than weed and then that i think that's how the rabbit hole of getting addicted on heavy drugs like heroin and cocaine meth gets started because you have the inner the initial interaction with weed and that introduces you that opens the gateway to drugs 
as a whole. Yeah, perhaps. But that also might just be in culture. I don't know. I'm looking it up right now, actually. In this study from American Addiction Centers, the first substance is alcohol, and then the second substance, by 43.8% of people, chose marijuana. 18% used the first substance as marijuana. And then it would be 27% did tobacco and then hallucinogens after that, then opioids, crack, MDMA, stimulants, benzodiazepines, I don't even know that one, and then meth. And then heroin's after meth, which is kind of crazy because... Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure meth is the worst one. Yeah, I've always thought meth was the worst one, so maybe... I'm pretty sure meth is the worst one. Like, that one's, like, a point of no return. Like, genuinely yeah. a point of no return. I mean, heroin, isn't heroin, like, a, an offshoot of meth? Yeah, I would say heroin and meth are definitely, like, king and queen of drugs. I would say meth is king, heroin is queen. I, I do understand why, like, people would believe that it's a gateway, but I think it's just... I don't think, like, because they did marijuana, they're gonna do the, the meth. Like, I don't think... True, but I think the premise of a gateway is that it just opens the gate to wanting to try other drugs. But like, I, I think anyone who smokes weed will be like, huh, I want, like, I wonder, like, I want to try XYZ. Like, oh, if I was offered acid, I would do it. Yeah, I, I think it's just, yeah, I think it's more accessibility, though. Like, not everybody has accessibility to meth like if we had if people with the trauma issues had the same accessibility to meth as they did to marijuana and alcohol i think they would just go straight to meth really i disagree huh let's ask someone with trauma <laughs> yeah yeah let's ask someone who's <laughs> let's get a baby with trauma addict. yeah let's set it let's set like an infant down with a lot of like has like a lot of trauma with like meth and like hallucinogenics and like opioids and crack and marijuana yeah just let them pick well that is all we have this week thank you so much for listening yeah thanks for sparking up with us (laughs) thanks for sparking up with us (laughs) Uh, tune in next week for our semester finale episode yes um, we're discussing fan culture to bring everything to a whole we started with cancel culture and we're ending with fan culture yes can't wait to dive into that toxicity yes me too um i had a lot of fun recording this one so i hope you guys enjoyed it yeah this was a lot of fun to do a little research on some marijuana (laughs) also i i saw a tweet that i have to talk about that said if you refer to it as pot you are racist (laughs) okay and that's just (laughs) you guys that is a little takeaway a little at home reading response for you guys just go at home meditate on it and if you have anything that you want to discuss with us about your adventures with marijuana your adventures with potential gateway drugs all that good stuff feel free to shoot us a little tweet and you can reach me at griffin wiles um me at osborne tessa or you can email if that's where you're thinking griffin.wiles at statenews.com and tessa.osborne at statenews.com and I swear to god if you guys sign me up for another fake email (laughs) subscription I'm gonna lose my mind I do not want to be subscribed to guns
Who is subscribing to guns? <laughs> and on that just note, just want to open the discussion. We just want to open it. And on that note, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.